Great, we want to say a big thank you to Joy for that reading. And I Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus and transform Hoxton. Great, so, all age worship, this is the first time that I've spoken here. So before anything, we are just going to talk um, to God and ask God to just speak to us this morning, whatever our age Father, thank you for the opportunity to be together as family. From the very youngest to the very oldest, Lord, we pray that we would be people that are committed to your purposes in our lives. From the very youngest to the very oldest, and that you would speak to us now from your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you've never met me before or you've never seen me, I'm Louise. I'm an ordinance here at St. John's uh, Hoxton. And that means that I am training to be a vicar. It's not a done deal, though, because they, like, they, they keep doing reports on you. So um, that's why I need you guys to really help me out, because I am still in training. Right, so as we are coming to um, think about this really cool story about Jesus and the fish, I wonder if any young people are here, could you come and sit on the carpet if you want to? Now, there are lots, there are lots scattered around here. You could be young as in five or seven or nine or you could be young at heart. I like to consider myself to be young at heart. Brilliant. Because there'll be a bit of listening. And there will be a bit of activity. I want you to do some things for me as well. So, we have been looking at Luke. And we're right at the beginning of Luke. And actually... Quite a lot has happened already in Jesus' life and in his ministry. And it's really important, thank you, come and find a seat. It's really important to think about what's already happened because it puts it into perspective. We are looking at, now do you think I'm going to say we're looking at purpose and present. So my turn, your turn. Purpose and presence. And we'll try that again. Purpose and presence. Excellent. And for those of you that are old enough to know the A-team, the strap line will be, I love it when a plan comes together. So for the, uh, we're looking at purpose and presence. I love it when a plan comes together. So loads of things has happened in Jesus' life so far. So let's go through some of them really quickly. So he got baptized by John. He, the Holy Spirit came down on him. He went out into the desert to be tested by the enemy. That was tough. He came back full of the Holy Spirit. And the first thing he did is he went to his hometown, to the synagogue, 
And I'm going to read this bit because it's really important. He basically set out his plan in front of all the people that he grew up with. And in Luke 4, he, he speaks out something from Isaiah 61. Now, when he says these words, everybody in the synagogue would have known that, that this was about the Messiah, the one that everybody was talking about, that, were, um, that they were waiting for. So he says this. So I want you to pay attention because this is about his purpose. He, he gets up and he, he reads from the scroll and he goes, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That was his plan or his purpose. Because he basically says, today, that's fulfilled in your hearing. And it said they were all saying, wow, that's amazing. I promise you, it has something to do with fish. Okay. Um, that's amazing. He got into a bit of trouble, though, because then he kind of suggested that this plan for the year of God's favor, for releasing people, for speaking amazing things that God loved people, he suggested that this might not just be for the Jewish people, it might just be for everybody. And although sometimes it's familiar to us, do you know what? When that happened... The people in the synagogue got so cross with him that they tried to kill him. So all these things have already happened to him. But what he does next, so he's put forward his plan. He spends the next period of time actually doing his plan. He moved from Nazareth uh, Nazareth, where they tried to kill him. He went to Capernaum, which is sort of right at the top of Israel. And he starts to do those things that he said he was going to do. He proclaims the good news of the kingdom. He starts to pray for people to set them free. He heals people. All the things which he declared in Nazareth, he was doing. He was going around teaching people, and he was teaching people about the kingdom of God, and it was so different from what the Pharisees and the religious leaders were offering people. They were offering people a set of rules and no love. There was nothing loving about what the Pharisees and the religious leaders of the day were offering the people. Jesus was offering them something so different incredible teaching about being there for each other, about forgiving one another, about praying for people that, that you didn't like and that upset you. But then he was kind. He was ministering to the people that nobody else really wanted to talk to. 
was praying for them, where the religious leaders would just keep them to one side, Jesus spent time with them. So he's actually doing what his plan said. And it was at this occasion that he just got so famous, people were so desperate to hear him, that he, there were so many people that on this occasion, people couldn't get close to him because there were so many people pressing him. He was trying to speak to them, and you'll probably know, I'm, I'm five foot one, that the clock, you know, if there are a lot of people stood around me, I end up looking at the smaller people's backs. I can't, you know, there's no way if I was speaking, anybody would hear me with everybody crowding around. So he has this great idea, has this amazing idea, He's at the coastline, and he spots something. I'm going to go. I'm not leaving, I promise. He spots something just on the edge of the lake. He spots a boat. It was Peter's boat. It didn't look quite like this. This is just so that you remember. It was Peter's boat. Peter had been out all night fishing, and he had, the Bible tells us, he'd thrown his net down like that, and he pulled it in, and there was nothing in the nets. They'd fished all night, all night, nothing in the nets. That was his job. So Jesus saw the boat, and he decided, now this could be, this could be on YouTube if this goes badly. So Jesus decides to stand in the boat and teach people. He told Peter, just go out a bit and then everybody could hear what I'm saying. Because teaching is really important to Jesus. Jesus wants us to know what his word says. That's why he spent such a long time Teaching people. He spent most of his time teaching people because he wants us to know what his word says and how different it is. But after he'd finished teaching, the next bit of his plan was going to come into action. So he was already starting to fulfill that Isaiah prophecy. Now he was going to do something else. So he said to Peter, you're going to be able to get up and move around a minute, guys. So he said to Peter, just push the boat out a bit further and then set your nets down. Peter was like, it's like teaching your grandma to suck eggs. I've been like out all night fishing in the time when you're usually supposed to fish. You're not supposed to fish in the middle of the day with like so much noise because there are thousands of people on the coastline. So Peter says, oh, I've been fishing all night and nothing, not even the whiff of a fish. But because you've told me to do it, Lord, I'll do it. So him... And his, pa, his brother, who we think was in the boat with him, 
set their nets out again. But this time, something incredible happened. Who can tell me what happened? There were lots of fish. I got my foot on it. Now, listen, guys. Listen, guys. Around the church, there are lots of fish. Do you think you can go and find them for me? There are some grown-ups as well that I've got already primed to go and help you. Go and see if you can find the fish. Where are the fish? As quick as you can. Because every moment, <laughs> everybody's having to... See if we can put the fish in the net. Can you put the fish in the net? Thank you. Brilliant. There's some youth people. Perfect. Everybody. It's even better if some grown-ups fancy getting up out of their seats. Oh, no. Grown-ups moving around the church. And before they know it, the nets. Thank you. <laughs> You're on video as well. So. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to come down here. Hannah, just put Nemo in there. Thank you. So before we knew it, who can help me to gather them all up? Phoebe, thank you. Some are falling out. This Is this one working? So gee, the presence of Jesus in this situation made the difference. Thank you, Seth. And I would want to say to you guys today... Peter's reaction to that, he was amazed. Sometimes we're amazed, aren't we? We shouldn't be, but we are amazed at the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. That's brilliant. I have my own accompaniment, which is fabulous. Thank you. To the main points that Jesus really makes the difference in our lives, that actually we're not just supposed to have a plan and a purpose, but that plan and that purpose is supposed to be along with Jesus. And there's just one, the one scripture that I want to bring us back to. Because we see this, like I say, the strap line. I love it when a plan comes together. Jesus had said what his purpose was. 
he had started to do it. He doesn't just want to do it on his own. He wants us to be part of that. The scripture says that he called Peter to be a fisher of men. That's, that's our purpose as well. We are to be fishers of men. Now, that you might not be. Another thing that shows my age, you might not be Billy Graham, like a huge evangelist talking to hundreds of thousands of people. You might not even be an alpha whiz, good at like helping people to find Jesus in, in groups. But actually, all of us have the opportunity to be kind and loving, to look out for those that are on the margins, to not discard people, to always be pointing towards Jesus. But we don't do it on our own. We don't do it on our own. Jesus helps us. So I'm just going to read, because right at the end of Jesus' ministry, we see this again. So remember, at the, at, at the beginning of his ministry, he's got his plan, he's got his purpose, and he declares it. He starts to do it. He starts to teach people what the kingdom of God looks like. His presence with people makes the difference. And then right at the end of his ministry, when he paid the price for us on the cross and he'd been resurrected, he says this, and this is the great commission. This is the plan for us now as the church. And if you listen, if you listen really carefully, you can hear echoed that first plan that he declared in the synagogue. And it says this in Matthew 28 from verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples from the youngest to the oldest. You guys sat there on the carpet. You are disciples. Jesus calls us to go and make more disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey the things that I have, everything that I've commanded you. So teaching is still important in the church. And then surely I am with you. Always to the very end of the age. We've got the plan, Jesus' purpose. We've got his presence with us that makes the difference. So I would, let's just take a moment as we finish, 
to think about. Well, I want us to think about a few things. And I'm just going to ask the question and let you have a think about it yourself. How committed are you to Jesus' teaching in your life? How much time do we spend reading the Word of God? We've, we've kind of got into this habit, haven't we, of not really bringing our Bibles to church because we look at them electronically. It's really difficult to make notes and really take things on if you're like really not able to write things down. Well, I, I find it more difficult. Jesus was committed to teaching because he wants us to know that his way of life is different from the world's. How committed are you to reading the word of God and knowing the word of God? And then what do we really believe about God's presence in our life? Do we expect it anymore? It made all the difference to Peter, changed his life completely. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be fabulous. In fact, in lots of places in the Bible, Jesus said that they would be, the disciples would be imprisoned, they would be killed, some of them. They'd have to go up in front of authorities. But his presence makes the difference. And actually, we're not supposed to do it alone. We're supposed to do this together. Our purpose is together as the church. The presence of Jesus in the church makes a difference. Jesus' presence in your life is supposed to make a difference. It's what helps us to be disciples and make disciples. Let's just turn to God in prayer. Because he loves us. He was offering something so different from the religious leaders of the day. Who are offering just rules and no love. We want to be all love because Jesus loves us. Lord, Thank you for your example, Father. Thank you that you had a plan, that you declared your plan and then you did it. Thank you that you drew us into that plan. But your word says that you never leave us alone. Your presence is with us to help us. Father, even as we consider this morning our commitment to reading and knowing your word, what we believe about your presence in our lives. Help us to know that you love us and that you want to help us with both of those things. Help us to be fishers of that love people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. 
New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.